0: Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. I'm Matt. He's Garrett. You guys know us well at this point. (laughs) Quick updates because people have been asking about your rib. (laughs) Somebody asked me about your rib the other day, how that's doing. So how is your rib? Uh, You know, my rib is doing
0: okay. I've noticed shoveling snow, not a happy rib. That will make my rib act up. I think it it broke and healed out of alignment. I've had trick ribs my entire life. It started when my mother in law tried to kill me on an
1: inner tube behind a ski boat, and uh, <laughs> I was I was waiting for the rest of that. The initial part of that, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I have
0: ribs that ever since that moment in my early twenties, I have ribs that will just kind of like move around. So like I think I'm good, and then all of a sudden it's like, ooh, a rib out of alignment. Like, and so. uh I kind of had that feeling like I have a rib that's constantly out of alignment right now and so uh I'm afraid to go I'm not really big on going and getting adjusted and there's a side of me like I think I need to go get adjusted and then I have this fear that they're going to push on my rib that might not be healed all the way and like <laughs> I'm like I just everything just sounds painful so it uh, <laughs> sounds yeah very painful. We're doing okay. We're doing
1: okay. I'm like I'm like okay. 90 99% 98. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's good. Hey, ninety-eight's good. You're doing great. How's your back? It's doing better. I'm glad that I live in an area where there isn't snow because shoveling probably would have been a bad thing. Although I, I am lifting things again. I'm just not running yet. It's a crazy thing with a herniated disc when it impacts the nerve in a certain way. Like we discovered through PT the other day that my hamstring is outrageously weak. Um, like surprisingly weak. I could have told you that. Have you looked at your legs? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> skipping leg day much there, Matt? <laughs> so anyway, we're moving in the right direction. For those of you who are not in our Facebook community, head over to Facebook and search for the Ninja Selling Podcast. Join over eleven thousand people, and if you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, head over to ninjaselling dot com. We got a great episode today. We're still pulling topics out of our Facebook group, which is why I brought it up, and, and we're combining two of them here today, Garrett and um. Do you want to intro? Do you want me to intro them or? Go for it. You got it you got right there in front of you. Have at it. I do. I do. So um, Sherry Lindsley wrote in, hey, how do, you, how do you let go when things go wrong through no fault over your own? And Janine Newton asked, do not, how do not be attached to the outcome and overcoming obstacles in today's market? And these two kind of fit quite well together because not being attached to the outcome is a principle. Within the ninja selling mindset and program. And that does relate to how do you let go? Because if we're not attached, it's a lot easier to let go of certain things. Now, there's asterisks and other things that go along with this too, because being a realtor is not easy. And sometimes there are challenging situations. But Garrett, let's dive, let's start with not being attached to the outcome here. So thank you, Janine and Sherry, by the way, for for sharing these ideas because I know that. They are not the only people who are thinking about that. <laughs> well, and what I love about
0: this, Matt, is it, it, it seems like an easy thing of like, oh, just don't be attached to the outcome. But there's there's two sides to it because there's one of like there's people that need to get a sale, like they're looking at their financials and saying, oh my gosh, like if this sale comes together, this will make everything okay. I just need this one to come together, and then it doesn't come together, and it's like. Ah, like I, I, I'm all in on the outcome. This outcome needs to happen. And then there's the other side of it, which is very much from a caring. And I always say, like, like, where's your heart in the deal? And it's like there's this side that you want to see the best for your client. You want to see them be able to get that house. You want to see them be able to sell this home and move on to the next stage of their life. And all of a sudden, the situation comes about that that's never going to happen they may not have the money to make the repairs to the house to get it sold right now to for what they need to sell it for they may not have the income or the job or maybe have lost a job while going through the the buying process and all of a sudden that dream of this home that they've been already mentally moving into gets ripped out from underneath them and you personally have also moved in with them and you have personally like been like oh my gosh i can see this future for this family and all of a sudden, it's taken away, at least for momentarily, and your heart hurts for them. And it's like, okay, so how do we fully let go of the outcome? Should you completely go numb and just go like, hey, moving along? I think this is, this is, this is why I love this topic, Matt. Just, there's a lot of moving parts around this. It's not just cut or dry. But when we talk about it in Ninja, don't be attached to the outcome. For the most part, you're there talking about don't get locked on to the sale that you're going to be receiving. Mm -hmm. Whether that comes together, whether that person that you're listing, like sitting in front of us, a listing, don't be sitting there going like, oh, this is this is one more one more sale for the year. I got one more sale for the year. I'm going to check this off. This is going to be one step closer to my goal. Like that's getting attached to the outcome, and that's what Ninja says. No, 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 no. Don't do that focus on the person, help them get to where they want to go, figure out what their moving parts are. But as I go down these two pieces, Matt, I think this is where the confusion comes in of like, well, how far do you let go of the
1: outcome? Right. Because like, I don't want to be like, man, I just don't, I, just, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Is what it is. Next. Yeah. Oh, do you want to buy a house? Well, sorry. Market's too tough. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we don't want to be there. I, I think uh, a good part of this too is, who are we focused on, right? If, if Are we focused on being attached to the outcome because we're thinking about ourselves, mm-hmm. which is another area where it's hard to let go if things go wrong, because we're like, oh gosh, it's we're, we're more worried about ourselves. Or are we focused on the client? Are we focused on them and focused on where they want to go? I look at it kind of like the question that gets posed a lot is like, what is the purpose of a business, right? What is the purpose of you know, a corporation, let's just say. And a lot of people will say, well, to make money, right? That's their mission, right? They're there to make money. And no, they're not, right? A realtor does not exist to make money. You might be a realtor so that you can have income, but being a realtor is not there so that you can make money. It is there to serve. A business is there to serve its customers, to provide a solution. And if you focus on that first part, I think it is a lot easier to be detached from the outcome in terms of what does it mean for me? Now, any good business as well is not going to be so detached that they are making zero money or losing money unless you're trying to go public on the New York Stock Exchange, which apparently you can do while you lose money. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but- If you're focused on how do I serve this person, it's a lot easier to detach from the outcome. In The Go-Giver, they talk about it, right? When Joe is talking to Pindar, he says, if you have an idea, does it make money is not a bad question. It's just a bad first question. Does it serve is a better first question. And if that question is yes, then the next question is, does it make money, right? Because it's okay for us to think about ourselves at some point in this process because we got mouths to feed. You know, We're all trying to make a living, of course. But if you take care of part one, part two is going to take care of itself. Any business that serves its customers well is probably going to make some money at the end of the day, which is going to keep it profitable and growing and things like that. So- I think that's a big component of this too, Garrett, is is making sure our focus is shifted towards the customer versus ourselves.
0: Well, and as I'm sitting here thinking about this more, like in this, I'd love to ask more questions around this to pose the question, which is, you know, are we also talking about like an empathy versus sympathy situation? Mm. Which is like, I mean, empathy is where you get into the feelings of the people that are going through this right now. Sympathy is an understanding of what they're going through and saying, okay, I, I understand where you're at, and you know, being able to be there with them and, and be the uh, the uh, the helping force through it, rather than the falling apart with them. And. I've worked with lots of people, Matt, that like you'll watch this client, you could tell the empathy side is building and building and building. And all of a sudden that deal falls apart. And I've watched agents almost leave the business because it was so hard for them to watch the client go through what they just went through. And that empathy side, which is getting attached to the outcome in some way, takes over and it's like, ah, just destroys them. And I think you need to be in some of that sympathetic side. With working with your people of like understanding where they're at, uh, but that allows you to not be bought into the outcome personally yourself. And I think that there's an element around this here too, and this is why I was saying this is a much more complicated conversation than just not being attached to the outcome. Yeah, there's a way in here that you kind of have to kind of feather that a little bit.
1: Well, and that's part of the step down transformer, right? Because if we if we do emotionally involve ourselves in a deal. We're we're attaching, right? And I think you you all know when that's happening. I mean, same thing if something goes wrong, right? If something goes wrong outside of your control, I think this is one of the hardest places to detach from the outcome because we feel for our clients. Like, gosh, we're going through a transaction, and and say you're representing the buyer, and the seller completely blows it up for no reason whatsoever, and the buyers like, gosh, this was my dream house. Like, I don't know what we're gonna do. We got the sell in the back end. Like, yeah. That's hard to go through as an agent and we feel for our people. And I think it's okay, but at some point, and this is, I think, one of the hardest things about being a realtor is this step-down transformer where we have to take all of this energy and figure out a way to process that ourselves and not use it in those moments with our clients, with other agents, other Stakeholders in the transaction, you know, lenders or whatever like that. It's
0: so much fun to fire things up though, Matt. Makes it exciting.
1: Yeah. Cause if all of a sudden we just hop off and it's like, man, I just want to tell this person like it is. Right. (laughs) Maybe save that until like deeds are recorded and all that stuff. And then you can go back if you, if you really need to. Right.
0: (laughs) Still not a good idea. Still not a good idea. You know,
1: it's, it's hard. Right. And I think gratitude is a big part of this gratitude is a big part of it, looking at the big picture. I mean, that's our role, right? I mean, even as a coach, Garrett, sometimes it's tough too. When we're coaching people and we see them going through something tough that's like outside of all of our controls, it's like, man, I, f- I feel, but I, I still got to maintain this objective third-party view so that we can start to work through the things. Because your job as a realtor is not to sit there and bask in the feelings, it's to understand that and then figure out okay well what are we going to do now right and i find the cure to being attached to try to detach is to just forward motion what's the next action we need to do to move this process forward achieve clarity with our people whatever it is that's how i personally move through the attachment to the outcome is like okay what's next let's move forward
0: well and i and i think it's that role of you know role of being a guide to somebody you know, instead of being like, "I'm in this situation with you, no, I'm your guide helping you through this situation. I am here to be a shoulder to cry on. I am here to be able to say, "Hey, these are all the things we need to watch out for as we go through this. You can't be attached to my level of success as getting to the other side over here and having that you know all come together, but I am here to support them through this process and you you do need to be able to let go a little bit at the same time while still being able to be there for them and be in, along that journey and it's not easy i think a lot of people that are attracted to ninja are attracted to this because we are we do get into deeper relationships with our people we do know way more than the average realtor about all the things that make that person who they are and they come back and you know you work with somebody over 10 years you get a chance to be involved in them getting married growing a family loss of jobs new jobs like you're in this whole world where you're invested differently with them and i think it creates a situation where it's easier to get really torn up when things don't go right and uh that's that whole letting go can be very 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 tough going back to where this first started and you look at it in in ninja in general when we talk about don't get attached to the outcome, uh, I think it's really important that 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 mentality is specifically saying the sale, the commission check at the end. Don't get attached the commission. Don't count your income before it's even come to the... No commission breath. <laughs> yeah. And that's that can happen so fast. And Matt and I, as, you know, as we coach people and all of our coaches, we've all watched people that they're so attached to the outcome of I need this sale. I got to make more sales. I got this goal that I'm behind on. I got to figure out more listings. And they're just focusing on the outcome and it just destroys the relationships. These people that they're trying to build these relationships where they can see you from a mile away going, you don't care about me at all. What you care about is the outcome of getting another sale, getting another commission check. And that will really break Ninja down. And I think so when, when you're hearing that of letting go of the outcome, that's where I want you thinking about. I do still want people to bring their heart into the game and bring their heart into the relationship and and have a little bit of the empathy side, because the empathy side is what, and again, you don't want to go too far into it, but I think it's what makes us really good ninjas is having a little piece of that. hurts a little bit sometimes too.
1: Yeah. I mean, but I think, you know, we have to understand the emotions, right? Understanding is important. That helps you be a step-down transformer because if you're not understanding, you can get caught in the feelings. Now it doesn't mean that feelings aren't real. Like we feel stuff too. Like I've I've gotten those emails as a realtor where I'm just like, I am outright being attacked right now, or I'm outright being accused of something and it's pissing me off or it's making me feel bad. And those moments suck. <laughs> I mean, they suck, they're tough. Well, as a as a coach. As a coach, Matt, we have to do the
0: exact same thing because we'll have people reach out to us and they're in pure on panic mode of. I am freaking out. You know, We are in a dire situation here. I'm doing things. I'm not seeing what I want to see. I got
1: this client coming at me. I got this other person coming at me.
0: Yep. The worst
1: thing you can do as a coach is take on the
0: result and go like, I am failing this person because now you're in a downward spiral with them. And the best thing you can do is say, okay, like, what are we missing here? Let's start asking more questions and learning more and figuring more things out about what are all the things that are going on that maybe we're missing. And I think, you know, as a as a true advisor for people, whether it's in real estate, whether it's a coach, you, you can't get that involved to be like, their success is my success. It's like, no, I, I need to be here for them so that we can figure out all these moving parts. And there are some, some situations that you're like, it's okay to let it go. There might be stuff that we can't figure out. There's things that are not up for us to be able to have all the answers for all the time. And you can't sit there and say, I failed. I wasn't able to help them. And so you got to be able to say, I did everything I could and I need to move along. And that's sometimes we need to do with our, our listings and our buyers where I got to find them a house. Well, that's the problem is, is that they can't afford a house. <laughs> like I, I, I can get all tied into it and I can have this huge, how do I get these people to just
1: do this? It's like, you can't, you can't get somebody to do anything.
0: And again, you just, that that allows you to step off to the side and look at, okay, what are the parts that we're working with here, and is there even an opportunity for success mm-hmm. and I can only get like truly tied into something where all the pieces align, and for some reason it's not coming together, I'm all in the same thing in a listing presentation or working with a buyer. If all the pieces are aligning, but we're not getting to where I want to go, I'd like all in if there's big missing pieces in here i can't I can't sit and get super tied into it and be like. How am I going to help? It's a much bigger puzzle we got here. So,
1: yeah, it really is.
0: I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: No, I, I think it does. I mean, and I, I wish there was like an easy, like one line answer to this. It's a practice, I think. Even both of you, Janine and, and Sherry or Shari. I apologize if. I was pronouncing, Garrett was making fun of me on pronouncing names before we started recording. I wasn't making fun of you; I was poking at you. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> and uh, is the fact that you're asking these questions means that there already is a level of awareness, right? So you're already in the right direction with all of this stuff because you can now have that conversation with yourself of saying, "And, and this is what I again I always go to is." The best way that I find to move forward from being attached to something or letting something go is what is my next action item that I can do to help move this process forward? I'm going to accept where we're at and I'm going to look for the next step and that's going to help me move forward. And I also believe it's going to help everybody else around us, the people we're serving also move forward because those are the people who are going to be super emotional and super attached to outcomes. So... If we're moving forward, we can help them move on to make progress to achieve their goals, and so that's where that's where I stick it. Oh, and Matt, the best ninjas that
0: I know have a happy balance with this because you you can't be so emotionally involved and attached that you're burning yourself up all the time. At the same time, you can't be detached because you can't build strong, meaningful relationships with people when you're just like, look, I don't want to know. Like it's just about the real estate transaction. There's two sides here, and you got to kind of find that happy medium in there and. When you find that happy medium and you've got a great database of people you're working with, you're not burning yourself out on the situation that you're dealing with. You're not so attached to their outcome that you just can't function (laughs) because you're just so worried. Mm -hmm. At the same time, as you have that happy other side of it, it's like, it's okay if that sale doesn't work out for them right now because that's happening the way that it needs to happen for them right now. The mere fact that they're deciding to pull their home off the market after I've spent all this money and all this time and all this energy... (laughs) It's like, you know what? That's the best thing for them right now. I look at it this way too. is like, I'll, I'll watch agents that completely blow this up or they'll have a, a good friend of theirs that goes and uses another agent. And they just get like, just mm. mad. You can just feel it pouring out of them. And I'm like, is this the best energy you can have right now? And they're like, oh, I've been friends with them forever. I've invited them to them all of my events and I've spent all this time and energy and money. And they just go and just... Use that and they there's all choice words that I'm not going to say on the podcast right now because we do try to remain <laughs> family friendly, even though not all of you are family friendly out there when you decide to share your stories with me. <laughs> <laughs> so like they get so mad, and it's like you don't know what happened there. You don't know if one of them is in a business deal with somebody that has a their a spouse as a realtor, and they for some reason at that moment in time, they have to use that person. You have no idea if they have a niece that just got the real estate license in there. We're going to help out Sarah. She's just getting going and we're going to we're gonna have her list our property. And here they have this longtime friend that's now fuming over here and not learning that they've got this niece that's starting their career. And like, all you should do as a realtor, be like, that's so cool that you are getting to work with your niece and help them out because the referrals that can continue to come off this person they might use their niece they might not feel comfortable referring their friends to their niece though mm-hmm. like we're willing to accept her fumbling through this but I'm not going to do that to one of my friends yeah, like, yeah. so there's all these levels you got to pay attention to and this is like letting go of that that outcome letting go of what that is and being like okay It's okay. I don't know why they chose or why they needed to do that. Something else is probably going on behind the scenes. I'm going to continue to be a good person. I'm going to continue to be nice. I'm going to continue to invite them to my dinner parties. I'm going to continue to just be a good person. This isn't all about real estate. This isn't all about my success as a realtor. And the same thing for them. They don't care either. They're way more interested in being your friend than having a relationship with you so you can sell more homes. At the end of the day, I'll just Put that on the table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. By the way, I just, that just throw that one in? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good example too, Garrett. On like how, how we do again, I think those are areas to let go where we're thinking it's our fault and it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you pull back third party view, look at the big picture, look at that action of what, what can I do to, to continue to build what, what's the right thing to do for me, for my own brand too. And a lot of the times you'll take that moment and you'll be like, okay, I'm still kind of upset that Garrett didn't call me to list his house, but that was one one thing, one time. And Matt, here's the other thing too. And we've all watched this and you all know that you've
0: done this too. You get so mad over that piece and you hold on to it for like a good solid week and you just fume over it and steam over it and all that energy, you contaminate all the lunches that week because of this one person that you're just fuming over behind the scenes, you contaminate every note that you write because behind the scenes, you're going like, well, I wonder if they're not going to use me either. Like, I don't even know why I'm doing this because <laughs> the Johnsons didn't use me, but I'm going to continue to do this because I write handwritten notes and we send those out. And then we pick up the phone and we call and we're like, I wonder if these people wouldn't use me just like the Johnsons didn't use me last week. And just, oh
1: gosh, now we're like, yeah, hiling.
0: It's like, let, let go. Like, we don't know. And I found so many people, the minute they let go of it, you can feel their entire energy change. Their shoulders go back. They stand up. Their their tone of their voice changes. And you're like, you don't even realize how much you were just damaging everything else that you're doing out here. Mm-hmm. So that ability of letting go, taking a step back, taking a breath, actually preserves all the other systems and relationships that you're building and working with. So it's really important to, to have that ability of letting go and understand that you don't know everything.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's such a good point too. Like we just we just don't know. And if we can acknowledge that it's so much easier to let go. It's like I don't know. I would say if everybody has not if you whoever's listening has not read this book, grab a copy of The Four Agreements. Oh yeah. I find that that book, it's a very short book, very easy to read. Those four agreements that are in there tell you everything you need to know about not being attached to an outcome and letting go. And with four simple things and I'm not going to give them away. I was like, maybe I'll share it. Nope. I want you to go read the book because it's going to be good for you. So Matt, Matt doesn't remember him. Yes, I do. I don't know. I don't think you, I, don't I didn't think, remember. Him, I, I have the book do. right here. I could go pull him out. I'm just saying, I don't think you no, do. see. No, now you're trying to now you're trying to egg me on. And I even have the book. <laughs> if I don't remember him, I'll just grab the book. Yeah, you should grab the book. But, I don't think you remember him. Well, you know what? After we're done recording, I'll tell them to you and then you can go comment in the Facebook group if you want to, to, to confirm or you know whatever or be like, "Yep, Matt was totally lying. He doesn't remember." <laughs>
0: all right, I'll leave you alone. I've been picking on Matt all day long behind the scenes, so I'll I'll let him be. Everybody, I think we should wrap this one. Matt, I want to say thank you to people that shared all these topics in the podcast community on Facebook. We get so many great ideas and thoughts from everybody there. And, and this is all really good, valuable topics to talk about. Uh, the one that I did hear loud and clear is uh, interviewing more success stories. And uh, I reached out to all of our coaches. And I have a big list of stories of people that have gone through Ninja and through coaching and what their results have been and and where they're going. And we are going to start telling some of those stories. We are going to start interviewing some of these people. I'm going to be reaching out to them, whoever wants to join us. And so I'm looking forward to sharing more of those with everybody. So I think that's very valuable. And so thank you for putting that out there. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been wanting to do it. It's just makes me want to do it more that you guys want to hear it. So Matt, thank you so much. You want to learn more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about the coaching program and what Matt and I do all the time, uh, you can go into Ninja Coaching, which is a tab in the selling side there. And with that being said, thanks, everybody.
1: Always fun. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Have a great day.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com.
1: There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.